you will leave feeling like a better American. You will leave feeling a message of hope, full of inspiration. So don't you ever tell me that you can't make a difference. Because you can. When you build an organization that's funded with grassroots warrior, when you put financial skin in the game, your commitment to this, we are able to do magical things. Because we're competing with the establishment, we're competing with these self-funders, and they're going to be showing a lot of money, but I'll take your boots on the ground any day of the week. Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Just a real quick live today because we are getting ready to get on the road again. Uh, we have been hammering down. It has been absolutely fantastic. So we're going to start this live out with Stand Up Michigan in Oakland County, the great crowd that we have. And, folks, that's what we continue to do as a movement is we continue to draw crowds. It's not each one bring one. It's each one bring many. And that's what our movement is doing. They're answering that call. And one thing that I love is more and more people. This is the first time they've listened to me speak. This is the first time they've ever heard of me. So you guys are all doing an absolute fantastic job with bringing others because that's how we're going to win this thing. I will take my grassroots army any day of the week over all of these self-funders and the established money and so forth. You all are going to be the reason why we win not only the primary, but the general. So let's see the great warm welcome that we had last night in Oakland County at Stand Up Michigan. Try it again. Here we go. And that is the great thing about our movement, folks. And hey, that is one thing we've been able to do for a very long time is draw crowds and draw numbers. And when we do these events, it is just getting fantastic. Um, and you're not seeing that a lot with all the other candidates right now because they don't have all of you. You're not going to be able to buy this race. I don't care how much money these self-funders spend. There's too many people engaged, alive, passionate. Um, you're not going to be able to buy it. I will take grassroots any day of the week. So let's talk about Governor Whitmer's plans to make Michigan carbon neutral by 2050. Now, look, before I go into this narrative, hey, I'm all about a pure Michigan. That is one thing that I want to make sure that we have is a pure Michigan for all of our future generations. I hunt, I fish, I take my boys hunting and fishing, and I want to make sure that our future generations can enjoy the beauty of Michigan. So one thing is for certain, we all want clean energy. And folks, um, the energy vehicles, they're coming. I don't think there's anything that we're going to be able to do about it. They are going to be coming here in the near future. And so we have to start having some foresight on how we're going to deal with this. And one of the things that is allowing businesses to leave our state right now, because there is a mass exodus of businesses leaving the state even before COVID. And you have to remember when businesses leave small and large, those are jobs that are leaving. And when jobs leave, Families leave. That's all tax revenue for the state. 
And so we are already in trouble before COVID. And now you hammer down what the governor did to us over the last two years. Everybody's running for the border, trying to get out of the tyrannical state called Michigan. And they're going to other freedom states like Florida, Texas, uh, Tennessee, South Dakota, and others to experience freedom. And so that's one thing that we have to do is we have to attract all those folks back. And so we need the right leadership. We need the right foresight. And one of the main reasons why people are leaving the state is especially businesses is because energy is too expensive. Okay, so there can be an all kind of in with energy. You could have solar and wind that can complement the grid. I have no problem with solar and wind. They're not the long-term energy dense solutions with this, with this thing. They can complement the grid, but again, they're not going to be the solution. So what do we have on the table? Well, they're phasing out coal in the state of Michigan by 2030, all right? So what is the only other two long-term energy dense solutions that we have? It's natural gas and it's nuclear energy. Okay, those are the two things that we have to have some foresight with so we can make sure that Michigan can be energy independent here in the future, just like the U.S. was underneath President Trump. But now we're not. Right. So, again, we need to start investing into all options and we can do this with some foresight and we can do this with the right leadership. Again, solar and wind. Fine. However, nuclear and gas is going to be the way of the future as of right now until new technology comes um, about. And then I'll all be about looking at those kind of solutions. But again, we have the largest natural gas storage um, facilities in the state of Michigan. We do. The storage units. We have the largest in the union. We are primed and ready for energy independence. So let's look how this can evolve, folks. So if we are making energy cheaper and we're making pure Michigan even pure, okay, what's going to happen? It happened. Energy prices are going to fall, which is going to put more money in your pockets. And then businesses, instead of paying off businesses to come back here, right, with tax paying dollars, we can make Michigan a business friendly state where, hey, guess what? Businesses want to come back here because this is the place that you want to do business at. So you do that by lessening the cost of energy, cutting regulations allowing Michigan to be a free state to make sure that no governor can ever weaponize the health department again, right? Remember, who in their right mind would want to come back to the state of Michigan and open up a business with the threat of a lockdown or with restrictions with the next cold and flu season? So we have to limit government power and governmental overreach, what we all been dealing with over the past two years. That's how we do this. And it's not rocket science. Because I've told you time and time again, I made this statement over the past several months. You cannot do what the federal government is doing right now without repercussions here and ramifications here in the future. Folks, we are on our way to recession. We truly are. Inflation's going up. The economy, the gas prices are going up. We are on our way to recession. So we have to have the right leadership in place to make sure we have some foresight. Because now I'm wondering, how can Michigan dominate the recession? That is what my job is with this movement and with the state of Michigan and as your next governor. I'm all about America's first agenda. However, as your next governor, it's about putting Michigan first. And you all will be put first. We are going to be competing with the Abbots of Texas, the DeSantis of Florida, and the Gnomes of South Dakota and Tennessee and Kentucky. We're going to be competing with those states. And you all will come first. They are just pushing this Green New Deal, right? And that's what they want to continue to push. And they're going to constantly nail us with this stuff and it's going to drive up energy prices and it's going to hurt your pocketbooks right in the middle of a recession when everyone is already hurting. It's going to hurt even worse. So we have to bring some long-term 
energy dense solutions and some common sense solutions to this equation, folks. And that's why we need a drastic change right now in our leadership to make sure this happens. Because it's funny that the Whitmer asked, and I got the article right here, Michigan's Democratic governor wants a nuclear power plant on Lake Michigan to stay open, and she's asking the federal government to pay for it. But the owner of the Palisades Power Plant, and this has been in a slow lockdown for years, folks, because a lot of my patients worked at this plant, says it's too late. The plant will be shut down in May as scheduled. So again, here's a governor who dropped the ball again, doesn't have any foresight. No long-term energy dense solutions. And now they're probably freaking out and say, holy cow, if that shuts down, our energy grid is going to be stressed. And then what do we do? And so now they're in damage control. Again, reactionary politics, no foresight, no foresight with energy, no foresight with our economy, no foresight with keeping the money in the Michiganders' pockets. They're in damage control because all they always do is reactionary politics, folks. Failed leadership again. So look. We can do this. We can have solar and wind complement the grid, but we have to start investing into long-term energy solutions. And what just kills me right now is with line five. And I, if anybody's who ever had propane, how expensive is propane in the rural areas? And that's her solution. Well, line five is no big deal. We'll just truck up propane to the UP. Yeah, propane's expensive, governor. And so we have an energy um, solution here for the UP is line five. And we all can agree we don't want line five on the bottom of the lake. Again, an oil spill in our Great Lakes would be catastrophic. However, they came up with a common sense solution. You build a tunnel and you go underneath. And guess what else you can do? You can run broadband through that same tunnel and then you can hardwire the UP, which will attract high-tech jobs. So again, two birds, one stone. And what just kills me is they were ready to build this tunnel, which I think they're saying it's going to take, you know, five to six years to build this tunnel, give or take a year. And if they would have just started a couple of years ago, we would be two thirds of the way done by November 2022. And so the problem would be fixed and the UP would have a great energy and we would have broadband going up through there, which would attract more jobs. Again, just another example of petty politics and career politicians and these silver spoon politicians pushing their Green New Deal narrative and not doing what's best for Michigan as a whole. Because as your next governor, that's my job. My job is to govern all and make sure we're doing common sense decisions that affects all of us to move not only Michigan forward, but take back lost ground so we can get our country back in 2024. That's my job at this. Okay, so I just wanted to hit on that today because I I really, really. I think it's very important to talk about energy because there's not a lot of candidates that are talking about it. And again, we have to start investing into our long-term energy solutions. Folks, they plan on plugging in our automobile fleet, a portion of it by 2030. And by 2050, that's their goal to have all of it. Okay, if that's coming, give me your long-term energy-dense solutions when we plug all those things in. What's going to create the energy? Solar and wind? Nope, it's not going to. So why don't we just have a combination of them all, but make sure that we have our energy-dense solutions and we can make Michigan so energy independent that we can sell our energy to the Democrat states like Illinois. That's what I'm bringing to the table, okay? So tonight we're on the road again. I leave in 20 minutes. Branch County going to Bronson, Michigan. 
Um, the Parham Road Barn, a Parham Road Barn. The address is in the description. And then Thursday, we'll be at the Calhoun County Tea Party in Springfield, Michigan. Again, if you guys want to find out where we're going to be, go to gearformichigan.com slash events. Also, go to Gear for Michigan and sign up to be on our email list. We always activate our email list in the areas that we're coming. So if you're not seeing us on social media, if you're not seeing us on our website, then a third one that you could do is you can get an email from us. You're going to have to check your spam folder and say, hey, Garrett's coming to your area at such and such a date. That allows us to get our communication out. And again, if you're coming to these events, bring other people. Bring other people. Because that is my goal throughout this, is to continue to inspire and activate Michigan's greatest asset to inspire positive change in our state and country. That's the people. And that's one thing when you leave these meet and greets, when you leave these rallies, you're going to feel like a better American. You're going to leave feeling full of inspiration and hope. Bring your kids. Let them experience this because we're only going to get two terms. And our job as the people is to inspire who? Our future leaders behind us. So we have to get them involved so they can pick up our torch and we can continue to take back lost ground. We're no longer holding in a line. We're taking back lost ground. So we'll continue to hammer down. We got the debate coming up in two weeks, um, two weeks from Thursday in Livingston County. And then there's going to be another debate for all the viable candidates um, by sponsored by the Michigan GOP. I heard and uh, we're going to be on stage. I don't know about the other candidates who are running, but we will because you have to fit a certain criteria um, on polling. I think fundraising, which, again, I still it just it just shocks me that I hear other candidates say fundraising doesn't matter. OK, before I get off, here's why fundraising matters. And I have said this ever since the beginning. Number one, when you announce for governor, this is your time to show and prove to the state of Michigan how you can build something from nothing, from scratch. That's your campaign. Your campaign is a direct reflection of how you're going to run the state. It's a business. And we had to start our business from scratch. We didn't have any establishment money. We didn't have all these super PACs. We did it through hard work, through grinding, and all of your financial commitment. And I told you from time and time again, fundraising and our grassroots army is how we're going to win this thing. Because when you have fundraising, you can hire staff. And when you hire staff, you get structure. And that structure evolves into organization and organizing all of your volunteers to activate them with boots on the ground. And we have out fundraised every single candidate out there combined, besides James Craig, who had establishment money and connections in the beginning, every other candidate combined. We are well over $1.7 million, folks. 96% within the state of Michigan, 96% under the amount of $200. Now think about that. Out of the 1.7 million over that we're at, 96% are under the amount of $200. What does that tell you? That's grassroots. Those are votes. And if you can't get people to donate to your vision of what you think and believe the state can be, then you have no business being the next governor. And so I'm going to take it a step further tonight to understand. If you tell a lie long enough, people will start to what? Believe that it's true. We've all experienced that over the last two years with Governor Whitmer and their narrative, haven't we? She has $14 million in her war chest right now, cash on hand. And she's going to probably increase that by 30 to 50 million by the general election. That is 30 to 50 million dollars worth of media time to spread lies about whoever is the Republican nominee, right? So if you can't fundraise and combat that narrative, I don't care how great you think you are. 
how, how great a policy that you have or how good of a speaker, you are dead in the water if you don't fundraise. And so that is just a huge wake up call. And this just shows when you hear these other candidates spewing out that garbage, that number one, showing their inexperience and number two, their inability to have foresight to beat Governor Whitmer. That's just the facts. We will continue to do what we do best as a movement, hammer down, outwork everyone else out there and continue to spread our movement. So we all together can not only make Michigan great again, but we are going to take back that lost ground to make our country great again when we take it back in 2024. So God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan and God bless these United States. If you're in Bronson, Michigan tonight, make your pilgrimage of freedom. It starts at 630 to 830. Have a great night. I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.